Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Scovers here. Welcome to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. We got ourselves a good show tonight. We're going to talk about Bobby Lashley. We're going to talk about Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. Our main story is day 10 of actually day 11 of the road to WrestleMania. As we'll find out which uh, women's champions more vulnerable for WrestleMania, Charlotte Flair or Bianca Belair. Plus, we'll talk about MJF, uh, Sami Zayn, Sheamus, plus This Week in Wrestling History, and a parting shot on the latest gambling story involving the WWE. you got to see it to believe it. So, without any further ado, let's begin. We begin with Monday Night Raw, and Bobby Lashley, he deserves a way better opponent than Bray Wyatt. I mean, let's be real. Bray Wyatt has got to be the most boring wrestler I've ever seen in my life. I, as we were supposed to believe all this, ooh, all this gobbly, gooly type crap that's supposed to scare us. We're supposed to run as if we haven't heard that so many times. Nothing fresh out of Bray Wyatt. I'm getting tired of Howdy Doody, whatever his name is. Uncle Howdy, Howdy Doody, Doody Doody, whatever the heck his name is. I'm tired of that. And all these uh, cell phones with their lights on. Ooh, it's supposed to be scary. And and that's a good opponent for Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. No, folks, no. Bobby Lashley deserves a better opponent for WrestleMania. They've got plenty of talent. They should have been pushing Bobby Lashley toward title shots by now. But I don't know anymore. I hope that this turns out not to be as bad as uh, I'm going to uh, suspect it would be, and it's quite a shame with Bobby Lashley's talent and reputation. Bray Wyatt, overrated, boring, I could care less. Ooh, we're supposed to be scared. Whatever. Moving on, let's talk about John Cena. Yes, we're going to talk about good old John Cena. He's back. He has that wrestling bug again. But is he underestimating Austin Theory? Absolutely. Austin Theory is the now. This is a guy that has a projection that is going straight to the top. And by him beating John Cena at WrestleMania and retaining his United States title, Austin Theory is going to become a superstar overnight. He's got the look. He's got the attitude. He's got the skills. And uh, he's got great promo work. I mean, this guy is headed straight to the moon as a superstar. Meanwhile, John Cena out there trying to bury him again. Man, you are not ready for John Cena. Gee, well, we're not ready to hear the boredom that is you, John Cena. And when Austin Theory beats you probably at WrestleMania, please go away, John. I mean, I don't know why you're back here again. Oh, I got the wrestling bug in me. That's why you can't see me, dog. I'm not making any movies right now, so I might as well... Headline, WrestleMania. Really, John? Really? As if you haven't had a new move in five years. You do the same move set. Your hair looks ridiculous, by the way. Um, you're looking to be your age, which is about 50, 55, as far as I'm concerned. And you're really underestimating Austin Theory. Austin Theory is going to be the now. He is the future. 
John Cena's trying to bury him again. You can't see me. Hustle, loyalty, respect, word, life. That thing is so 20 years ago. Stop it, John, please. Yes, you are underestimating Austin Theory. That's for sure. And finally for Raw, let's talk about Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. Will this match steal the show? Absolutely. Why? Because it's gotten personal. Logan Paul knocked out Seth Rollins on Raw this past Monday night. That's right. I got the skills. I got the attitude. I'm going to knock you out, Seth Rollins. You want to keep running your mouth? Go ahead. And there's Seth Rollins, Mr. <laughs> I think he's elevated his game as well as being type of a, a villain that everyone likes versus Logan Paul, Mr. Attitude, Mr. Mr. I uh, have Hollywood boxer that knocks people out. He's got, I'll tell you something though. He's got some skills too. Never forget that. Austin Theory, or excuse me, uh, Logan Paul's definitely got some skills. This one will probably steal the show because it always happens whenever Logan Paul wrestles in the ring. So yeah, this should be the show stealer at this year's WrestleMania. And that is Raw for this week. Now it's time for our main story, and it's time to go on the road to WrestleMania. It is now time, as Saturday Evenings with the Nitro presents, The Road to WrestleMania, Day 11. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Let's get out onto the road here as we're listening to Saturday Evenings with the Nitro on our podcast um, app while we're driving safely, of course. Uh, let's talk about an interesting question today. Which women's champion, which is WWE, uh, is more vulnerable right now? Is it the SmackDown women's champion, Charlotte Flair, or is it the Raw women's champion, Bianca Belair? Well, let's take a look first at their opponents. Charlotte Flair will meet Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania for the SmackDown Women's title. Rhea Ripley is on a roll right now with Judgment Day, and after winning the Royal Rumble uh, to earn that shot, Rhea Ripley looks unstoppable. And everything's pointing right now to her being, once again, a women's champion on SmackDown. And she could definitely bring that into the Judgment Day because it seems like the Judgment Day is now being talked about lately, especially not only that, but... Dom versus Ray, which is probably going to happen at WrestleMania. But nonetheless, Rhea Ripley's on a roll. No one's been able to stop her yet. Charlotte Flair, the always very confident champion who's held it more times than anybody, has been there before at WrestleMania. But she's facing a new Rhea Ripley. She's faced Rhea in the past before, but this is a new Rhea Ripley, a more vicious and vile Rhea Ripley. Someone that would not hesitate at one moment to go for the kill and not think or ask any questions later. Now, let's talk about, excuse there, the Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair. Her opponent is, of course, Asuka. More vicious, more sadistic, a new attitude in Asuka, a new uh Game set, a new mindset, some new moves. Plus, she has that uh, Japanese women's style, that hard-hitting style. 
where she incorporates speed and striking ability. Bianca Belair is flexible. She does a lot of flips and stuff, but she knows how to wrestle as well. But the thing is, can she get her up in the KOD on Asuka, or will Asuka use the mist? There's the advantage right there. You know Asuka's not above spraying that mist in the face of Bianca Belair in order to get the women's title. So who's really more vulnerable? That's a good question. When you got two quality opponents in Rhea Ripley and Asuka, it's kind of a flip them. But if I was going to say right now as far as who is more vulnerable than the other by a slight margin, I'm going to have to say Charlotte Flair. Because Rhea Ripley has that advantage of the Judgment Day. No doubt the Judgment Day will probably somehow get involved, of course, Dom, her boy. That's right, her amigo, Dom Hard in prison. I'm not even going to get into that. That's not happening. Anyway, she has the Judgment Day to back her up. Asuka don't need backup. She has the miss, but Bianca has the numbers in case she needs it. But I think that Charlotte Flair may be more vulnerable because Rhea Ripley also can play that mind game a little bit better than Charlotte Flair. So what I'm saying right now is Charlotte Flair may be the more vulnerable of the two women's champions entering WrestleMania. And with that, that we're going to pull over right now to the local motel to get a good night's rest and to continue listening to this podcast. And that will do it for this edition for the Road to WrestleMania series for today. Tomorrow will be a, um, the 12th day of the Road to WrestleMania. And I'm going to ask, we all know what happened at WrestleMania 14. Stone Cold Steve Austin wins the WWE title for the first time in his career against Shawn Michaels. But I ask, is the Stone Cold legacy still alive after this moment of his career? Is it still relevant in today's professional wrestling world that will be tomorrow on the road to wrestlemania and that is going to be our main story for this week you can catch the road to wrestlemania series throughout the month of march right here on this podcast station well we're going to take a time out when we come back it's aew i'll talk about mjf and Ruby Soho, and later we'll go to SmackDown to talk about Sami Zayn and Sheamus. More of this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro after this timeout. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here. Coming up next Saturday, March 18th, will be new episodes of From the Mind of the Nitro and Nitro Memories. First on From the Mind of the Nitro. I'll talk about the WWE Hall of Fame. Who should be in? We already know one of them already, and I'll give you my thoughts about that. Who should be in the Hall of Fame? Who should not be in the Hall of Fame? That's on From the Mind of the Nitro. And then on Nitro Memories, it's part one of our two-part look at March 1988. And we're going to begin with the Clash of the Champions. How did the, the NWA respond to WrestleMania four? Then in our April uh, episode, we'll look at part two, which is WrestleMania 4. So there you have it, folks. 
New episodes are from the Mind of the Nitro and Nitro Memories coming next Saturday, March 18th, right here at www.youtube.com slash Skyvers. Don't miss it. Be there. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers, and I am excited as everyone here on Anchor because we're now Spotify on Anchor. That's right. Spotify is now brought anchor.fm into the Spotify family. All new features, all new um, ways of podcasting. I'm still looking at these uh, new features. They're awesome. But always remember, Spotify on Anchor, it's free. It's easy to set up. You can make money off of it. And now you can use analytics to better your podcast. And always, and as always, you can stream your podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other streaming services. We're glad to be a part of Spotify on Spotify on Anchor. Welcome back, everyone, to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. Let's go to AEW now. Let's talk about MJF. Man, he is on the next level. So what is next for him? He defeated Brian Danielson and defeated him soundly in overtime, of course. But he beat him to the point where Brian Danielson is going home. Think about that. He drove Brian Danielson, I think so, allegedly, drove Brian Danielson out of AEW. This man is the devil, ladies and gentlemen. He is the devil he is the number one heel in this business, not Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is down to number two as far as I'm concerned. He needs to take some notes from MJF. So what is next for him? Well, we got now powerhouse Hobbs, who's the TNT champion, maybe. Hangman Adam Page, who defeated John Moxley in a Texas death match. Okay. Um, if they could get rid of the Moxley feud and... I'll reserve that for next week on our podcast. Um, who else in line? I don't know. You know what? I don't really know what is next for MGF, uh, MJF. Because next week will be probably his first live promo. We're in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada next week. Uh, I'd love to see his promo for that. But I really don't have an answer as to who will be next for MJF. Because he is the devil, you know. At least he says so. Moving on, let's talk about Ruby Soho. Is it worth it to side with Soraya? Yes. Why? Because she's getting the attention now. As a fan favorite, I don't think she got over at all in AEW. Maybe for a short spurt with Dr. Britt Baker, but then all of a sudden, it all went downhill until she hooked up. With Tony Storm and Soraya, the Outsiders, not to be confused with Hall and Nash, the Outsiders. But nonetheless, these three have been going around spray painting with green, spray paint the letter L for loser. So definitely, this is going to get her attention now in the women's division. All three of them are going to create havoc. Throughout AEW. There is no doubt about that. And finally, let's talk about FTR. 
They're back. I mean, they are back solid, 100%. And they want the gun boys. That's right, the gun club, Austin and Colton Gun. Oh, those guys, they're okay team, but they're not FTR. And they're the world tag team champions. <coughs> Excuse me. So as far as I'm concerned, Austin and Colton Gunn are dead meat because FTR look crisp on their return. They're serious in their promo. They're going to get them some. It's retribution time for what the gun club has done to them over the past couple weeks before they took that hiatus. Oh, it's receipt time. Most definitely for the for Austin and Colton, the gun club. Yeah, the gun club. Bang, bang, bang. Whatever. Get real. FTR, they're definitely back. And by the way, nice tribute to Jay Briscoe, by the way. I really enjoyed that. And that is AEW for this week.